0: Welcome to Bottomless Rugby, the home of boys, brews and sports balls. This is the main event hosted by Dr. Doop and Kaya. We touch on the hot topic of the week, hear from the man on the street and pick a boykey of the week. If you are a new listener, welcome to the Bottomless Rugby Network with multiple podcasts released every week. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider following Bottomless Rugby on social media and podcast streaming services. Let's get into it. Let's have a quick check-in. We haven't heard from Kaya in a couple of weeks. So first off, Kaya, welcome back. The prodigal son returns.
1: Oh, two weeks away. You know, I had to do some things. Ironically, when you say "Particle Sun," that actually links up with what I was up to. Uh, so, yo, <laughs> been running around. What have you been doing? Uh, oh, some preaching, some work on the website. So we're looking at a, you know, maybe two three weeks launch period. Just some thinking and getting up the initial site. So a lot of a man has been running around. It's not it's not been one of those quiet periods. Um, I keep hoping for a quiet period, but a quiet period means quiet financially. So that's not good.
0: Um yeah, so you've been you've been quite busy putting putting some work in behind the scenes and I've kind of just yeah, tried tried to make sure that the podcasts at least are still coming. Um but yeah, ap- apart from that, so what sort of things did you watch in this time, you know, that we haven't spoken, um, you know, sports wise and non-sports?
1: So obviously you're watching all the rugby and football. Um fortunately both well, my rugby team is winning at the moment, which is the blues, and My cricket team, sorry, my football team, Chelsea's winning. It's all blues. All my teams in blue are winning. It's a good times. Uh, Yeah, we just need Super Rugby
0: South Africa to come on board for the Bulls, which are blues, to blue Ah, also win, eh? uh,
1: It's definitely happening. (laughs) Not going to happen. I was also saying, this has been a sad tweet because the Sharks lost my pimpy, so I had to cry a bit. Um, But, yeah, I will recover very slowly. Like Jeremy Ward will be when he's probably outside there, um, and then Ooh. our yeah, what have I been watching? I was it's not on Netflix. I'm Not sure where you can find it, but it's um, what we do in the shadows. So there's a movie, and then there's like a TV series, and I promise it's one of the most funniest things you can watch in your spare time. It will take you out, okay. and like, it's got turn after turn that you expect, then you think, oh, this is what's gonna happen, and it goes completely left field every time.
0: So I've I've been paying quite a bit of attention to sports documentaries that have been coming out uh, over this time period, and I watched two that have been really cool. So I watched Screwball, which is about um, you know anabolic steroid use in Major League Baseball, which was an absolute Coffee joy expert. to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> 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 I know. One stay. day
1: when we do the, one day when we do the investigative episode, and we we're gonna have to have you <laughs> in a dark room, like, and everyone was like weird voices. We like, uh,
0: no comment. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> the really cool thing about Screwball is the way that they reenacted. So you know, in these documentaries they sometimes reenact a scene and so forth. You know, but what they yeah. did is they got a bunch of kids to play the roles of all these guys (laughs) and it is the best thing i've seen in a long time you know we have these little kids that are like acting like these big grown men and they're acting out these scenes and it is absolutely hilarious to watch them do it and it's such a joy to watch like it it brought a different flavor to a sports documentary that i really enjoyed Uh, and then the other one that we watched it just dropped this weekend Uh, It's Athlete A about, um, you know, the U.S. gymnastics um, Mm -hmm. scandal they had a couple of years back with um, their medical trainer taking advantage of uh, the girls. Larry Nasser, Yeah. That that was quite something to watch. And I definitely would recommend it to people to go watch that. Um, It it was a proper documentary, but a real serious issue that, um, Mm -hmm. you know, needs to be highlighted, particularly in this. This day and age and time where gender-based violence has also been a thing, so definitely, yeah. you know, in, like like justice finally came around for all those women, and it's it's crazy to think, you know, what an impact that actually has on women. Yeah. You know? So yeah. The it, scary thing was like how many was,
1: women were involved.
0: Dude, at the end at the end of the thing, they say like there's a list of over 500 women that have come forward. You know, with accusations yeah. against him, which is which is just ridiculous. And, and it, it highlights that there has been a big problem and issue. And these things yeah. need to be weeded out. Yeah. Uh, but on that, let's quickly move on to the weekend's rugby matches. Quick thoughts. Uh, you and me both covered a match. I covered the Blues versus the Highlanders. You covered the Crusaders versus the Chiefs. Um, yeah. So maybe, yeah, you give me an input on what you thought about the Blues versus the Highlanders match. Uh,
1: Blues, Highlanders? I like the exciting backline play from the Blues. This backline is going to be fire if it gets going. Um, Barrett at fifteen, it's sort of working but not working. I think at fir- at ten, his pace advantage makes a huge difference. At fifteen, it doesn't quite as much as make a big difference. So, yeah. But the funniest part for me was the Highlanders' f- f- starting fullback having a nightmare game. He was just Ooh. He could do nothing right. <laughs>
0: you know they must really be missing ben smith at the back there hey
1: to go from ben smith to that is really a drop off no offense my man i've not even even his name is
0: yeah yeah it it just is what it is for for me i mean i'm with you um the, the blues are quite exciting but for me the big standard now is that it really seems that the blues are bucking the trend of recent years where they would let games slip um i think we can be pretty confident that they have turned the corner they are in a very good position to be um very competitive going going forward for the next couple of years if they manage to keep this young crop together i'm with you i think bowden at 15 is a little weird Uh, my reasoning is a little different i I look at it this way you have a guy that's been what world player of the year twice and when he used to play 10. so how do you get him to have more impact and influence on the game? You give him, put put ball in hand more, right? You just give him the ball a bit more. Yeah. So at 10, I just feel he would have more opportunities to influence the game than he does at 15, even though he's just doing a good job yeah. at 15. But we have seen before that, you know, Blues have good backline players. I'm pretty sure they would have someone that's solid to play at 15. Maybe the Carter, Carter yeah. effect is, is a bit of an issue here, but we'll see.
1: When is Carter going to come in? There's like four games left or five
0: games. Watch uh, Blues versus Crusaders, which I think is <laughs> just after they buy. I, th- I think that's going to be the time. Oh, if I'm going to put money down, oh, that's spicy. I'll put money down in that game. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's the best time to bring him out. He might come off the bench, <laughs> but I, I, I would like that's to see that. So funny. Yeah. All right. Speaking about the Crusaders. Uh, the Crusaders versus the Chiefs game. Um, this is a game I did not watch live. It was quite early. You watched it live. But from my point, having watched the highlights and so forth, all I really take out of this game is more point on the Chiefs. And I think uh, old Warren Gatland is not having a good time coaching back at home. eh?
1: Not at all. I think his, uh, the defense that he's apparently renowned for, we haven't seen the season. I don't know what is happening in that back line. It's just not clicking. Everyone's in their natural positions. or And they're giving a low ball to Damian McKenzie. It was interesting. They had a stat. I think he took about, uh, from first receiver, he took about 20% of the ball, which is pretty high for a fullback. So it was he was really involved, but he had the really high run meters, but it just doesn't seem to impact the game. They're not finishing. So I don't know what's going on between there. I still say it's a 12-13 combo that's just not working. But also, yeah. Because Aaron Cruden was doing something that I almost never see, which was he was attacking the line with his feet. And he just kept mm-hmm. stepping past people, and I was pretty impressed by that.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think something is just not sitting right there. Um, it it really might just be a case for the Chiefs where all they need is one lucky win, win to, you know, just get things going. I I, I think the, yeah. the break probably affected them the most because before COVID, they were looking solid and we were thinking they are the New Zealand team to, you know, also challenge the Crusaders. Now, I'm not convinced uh, something is not right. I think they are really missing, you know, some of the bigger players that aren't there. I think not having Brody Ritalik is a big factor for them.
1: Oh, yeah. Ritalik and Arjun are both gone and Arjun's not coming back.
0: Yeah, so he's not coming back. Not too- happening.
1: So you have two of your most important forwards, and Sam Kane is clearly not as important as I thought he was going to be. So, yeah.
0: That Quickly was... on that, um, the Sam Sam Kane issue, right? So he was playing at eight yeah. for the Chiefs, right? Like, like what what yeah, is going on here? Okay, so he was playing seven, but I mean, yeah. Let's let's look at some of the options New Zealand have quick before we move on to our hot topic of the week. Um. So, we have Hoskins Sotutu, which is an absolute beast, right? Yeah. We we have Ari Sevilla, absolute beast, right? Now, we can start to throw in a couple of other names of guys that I think are knocking on the door. Uh, we've Papi got Frizzell. Pap- yeah. Right? Papali, Frizzell, Akira has been in the mix. Um You know, are some prominent guys. Even even the guys from from the Hurricanes, which I'm not that familiar with, but like uh, Kirifi and and those guys, they've been performing well. So, yeah, what's going to happen with Sam Kane and and how they construct a back row? I'm very curious.
1: I think they made a mistake making a flanker a captain this time. It's just too much quality, and it's gonna it's gonna come back to bite them if he has to be starting all the time. And we've been here before. Remember when we had a better hooker than our
0: actual captain? Mm. And that hooker actually admitted it as well, you know, so yeah, bit good late, on him but for at least yeah. A bit late, yeah. So quickly, yeah, um, so if you were to pick a back three for New Zealand right now, who would you who would you be? 6, 7, and 8? Uh,
1: so two, two at 8. Elis um, just because he's every, by far statistically destroying everyone. Um, and 6, hmm, actually, I have to say the Blues. The entire Blues back row. Um, I would say then that have blues, C- that Cullen blues background is
0: epic.
1: And then Cullen Grace off the bench. That kid's twenty, but he plays way above his age.
0: Yeah, but we know age is because no longer a factor in, in that. Yeah, if, sure. if you're good enough, you're good enough. I- I'm with you. I, th- I think the blues blues back row is pretty epic. I would go for uh, so Tutu at eight. I would go for yeah Arty and then yeah Papali'i has been fantastic. I think a combo like that could work. Man, they have a lot of options in the back row. Some quality players coming through, young players. Um, So good on them. But with that, let's move over to our hot topic of the week. So let's be honest. um, I'm pretty sure most of us haven't really been following what's going on with Super Rugby Australia. Simply because Super Rugby New Zealand has been so entertaining to watch. And this week, when I opened up the laptop and I looked at, hey, what's going to happen this week in Super Brew, I saw that the fixtures were up for Super Rugby Australia. So first off, Kaya, on a scale scale from 1 to 23, how excited are you for Super Rugby Australia?
1: Um, Looking at the game times and the fact that uh, I'm, I'm trying to sleep in a bit more, I'm excited. I'll say 23 because I'll sleep in much better. <laughs> um, I think nothing puts me to sleep easier than an Australian Derby. So this should really help my Saturday mornings. Lions and Friday. I am worried about Fridays because that means I may end up sleeping during the workday. I am not excited at all, to be honest. <laughs> and you?
0: All right, I- I'll I'll put it like this. I'm I'm at about a five. Um, but that's only because I like the number five, eh? Um, but it's <laughs> it's not higher than five. <laughs> uh, simply for this, I I think you know when when you look at the excitement of the matches themselves that that have gone down in Super Rugby Aotearoa, it it has been yeah. very exciting. And in all fairness, you are right. You know Australian derbies have never been that exciting. So yeah, on that front, I'm not that excited. I'll rather watch the New Zealand teams play each other. However. I personally like a game on a Friday. I like to watch a game on a Friday. So I'm super excited for a game to be on a Friday. Um, But that's about it. I think the Saturday game... Well, I'm going to be missing the Saturday games for Super Rugby Australia anyway because I have other work to do. So, yeah. I'm just happy I get to watch a game on a Friday. Um, So, yeah. I think... It's, it's not going to get up to the level of Super Rugby New Zealand uh, in terms of excitement. Mm. But on the other hand, yeah, for there to be more rugby, it's going to be a good thing. Um, the Derby thing, I would, I'll would i just put it down now. You know, if, if you look at the historical stats and so forth, you pretty much know that the Brumbies might have this thing on lockdown. Uh, similarly, like you would expect for Crusaders. Um, the big yeah. question mark is the force. That I am excited about. I'm excited to see the Fours compete against the other Australian uh, competitors, and maybe we might be lucky and some of the Fours guys are going to throw some shade at the other teams and we might have some some riffraff going on between them.
1: <laughs> no. I, I'm definitely backing the Brumbies easily because that 10-12 combo was hot during the season. I don't know if you remember back. No is He was sent to ten from twelve, and he played as if he'd been playing his whole life. So yeah, no, he was he was looking line, very good. He's the best.
0: The Brumbies backline has has been quite settled. I think their forward pack has been quite settled. Um, they've been fortunate that they, you know, amongst Australian teams, they've been the most consistent in getting good results against other Australian sides. A um, couple of weeks back, I did do the numbers I'd wired where I was looking at win percentages in Super Rugby over the last three years or so. And, yeah, it's it's going to be rough for the other teams in the conference to play against the Brumbies. Um, but, yeah, like, here's a tip for everyone. If you're going to be doing uh, Super Brew stuff, uh, you're going to pick Brumbies all the time to win, uh, which more often than not, they probably will. And then, when in doubt, pick the home team done simple as that
1: yeah. <laughs> i mean there's not really much else to get to super i super happy i just you know they need to play the difference is they need to play for financial reasons
0: yeah the financial thing and crowds a lack of crowds also means like lack of finance coming in so what what, what do you foresee with this
1: uh same usual empty stadiums um i don't think australia has beaten COVID, right
0: no so they haven't and in, have... and, in, and in fact there's a bit of an issue with covid because um the melbourne rebels have been forced to relocate due to a COVID 19 spike in victoria i think somewhere um yeah. so for them to go to the reds they would need to either quarantine afterwards or whatever but yeah there's a bit of an issue with this and you know it has so question marks over the, over the competition
1: yeah because it... I don't know how it's supposed to start when, from what I've seen, Australia hasn't, and they're not going to be able to have crowds. And, like, I, can't ima- I can imagine, I've seen football without crowds, and that's painful. But at least they have the noise and the stuff to at least make you forget about it. Rugby will just look uh-huh. very weird without a crowd. If they need money, they need a crowd. So they're in a bit of a money too.
0: Yeah, I think they're in a bad spot. Um, For me personally, I'm curious to go and see what a rugby match on TV is going to look like without a crowd. It probably might just look like a, you know, big training session that takes place. Um, I'm curious to see what the broadcasters are going to do to, you know, put a product out there that is entertaining to someone to watch um, over TV. Uh, I have some question marks whether it's going (laughs) to – be good, but we'll have to see. Nonetheless, I think it's a good thing for them to at least try and put rugby back on the cards again.
1: Yeah. No, it's gonna be very really good. I uh, I mean I'm always I always believe in what's his name? Sean Maloney. We'll make sure it's fun. Somehow <laughs> they, have to,
0: they have to just give the he's man f- reins on this.
1: Like he's by far my favourite sport like rugby commentator and rugby just in general. He's like he's a real boy. Key. He's in fact, we throw him on the oh, yeah. list one. Day, our favorite commentator, because if we can get him on a podcast one day, oh my!
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm making a a slot here on the list for commentator. <laughs> we will have a personal commentator <laughs> for the Boyki for, and provisionally we're going to put Sean Maloney. Yes, uh, uh, he's
1: my hero. I love his style.
0: Yeah, no, he's he's fun. I I really miss him doing those um, top five. You know, when it was on, on <laughs> those Fox, were Fox ah, Those were epic. Absolutely loved it. But with that, um, yeah, let's take a look at our Boiki of the Week. This week's Boiki of the Week is Caleb Clark from the Blues. Um, he had an absolute blinder. Man of the match performance. He scored a try. He set up a try. And, you know... The rest of the time he just looked like the water boy trying to you know just run over and through everyone um yeah. but it turn, turns out that his granddad passed away just hours before the match and you know quite honestly it's, it's quite amazing that you know like getting that news and still being able to get onto the pitch play a full match of rugby yeah at that level you know you have to take your hat off to him you can imagine the emotions that he's had during the match, and to, you know, keep control of, of all of that, get through the match, you know, like, he, he dedicated his try to his, to his granddad and his performance. Uh, it, it's, it speaks a lot about a young man that's only 21 years old, you know, being able to yeah. to get through this on the day.
1: And he's adjusting back from sevens. So it's like, yeah he's still making his return from sevens at the moment, and he's I mean, he would have probably known that his grandfather was very sick for some time, and the shock, I mean, would have been huge. And there was like pre-match; you could just see the tears. Um, and but he got on the field, and I think he knew that. He, I think his teammates also elevated. They knew that you know he needed this performance. He needed this game. He needed this win. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's just another level of play.
0: Yeah, no, like big, big respect to him, you know, for for managing that and doing it. I, I know personally, I would have found it extremely difficult to go and play my best yeah. after hearing this. Even, even when you know a family member is, um, you know, dealing with an illness or something, and that it could happen at any time, you're never ready. So, you know, yeah. like, big, big, big up to to Caleb Clark, and you know, condolences to the to him and his family. Uh, but with that, yeah, our key, our Boiki 15 team is starting to take shape. Uh, we are in the need for some backline players. So, you know, if any, anyone has Yo. a suggestion of a backline player, uh, current or previous, that has, you know, done something Boiki worthy, uh, do let us know. Uh, <laughs> give us suggestions. We are open to them. But, yeah, with the ball at the five-meter line, let's take a, Quick tap and take a look at the matches of this coming weekend. All right, so on Friday we have the Reds versus the Waratahs at Suncorp Stadium. Kickoff at eleven oh five. Quickly, Kaya, um, what do you think about this upcoming match? Who do you back?
1: Reds. I think O'Connor's playing, right? Reds.
0: Yep. No idea. We still we we, we still got to see the teams come out. I had a look earlier. No team sheets out here. We are recording on Monday, so obviously, yeah, we might miss some out of this. You're but you guys should keep an eye out for our match previews that are coming later in the week. We will go into depth on these uh, fixtures. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going home team, unless it's the Brumbies, and I'm going Brumbies all the way. I think Reds for the W. Uh, let's go on to Saturday. Two matches on Saturday, one in New Zealand, one in Australia at 9 in the morning kickoff. We have the Highlanders versus Crusaders. That's at 4th Sith Bar Stadium in Dunedin. Um, yeah, Kaya, uh, you can tell everyone wh- how this is going to play out.
1: Crusaders by 5. I can see this already.
0: What? It's, Only 5? Uh,
1: um, the Highlanders tended to come back last, at the end. And I think Michael Collins yeah. might be back at 15, which might be which would be a proper 15, as opposed to the current yeah,
0: situation. Yeah, but this is the Crusaders, you know?
1: Like... Last week, like... Okay, here's the thing. you watch the full game. The Chiefs actually outplayed the Crusaders. The Crusaders were just smarter. In their two opportunities, they finished them.
0: Right. But if it's going to be a dry pitch, I think it heavily favours the Crusaders. Um, you know, because that backline, oh. they're so clinical. The Crusaders are the masters at taking opportunities. So I, I think Crusaders as well, but I think it'll be a double-digit lead. Um, I'm thinking they two tries better at least. Um, but then at oh, eleven the fifteen, Is the man going to put it. A- <laughs> Is a man Let's gonna Put watch? a beer on it. <laughs> put a line. Right, I'll put on a beer. It. All right, I'll put a line logger. And if you're listening to this line logger, hit us up so we can do this more often. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll put a line logger on it. Crusaders by two tries difference. Cool. Bonus point. I'll put a bonus. They'll score three tries more than the Highlanders. I'll put a bonus point wow. logger on it as well. Yeah, make it two loggers.
1: I'm within one try. So it's three.
0: All right, righty. Anyway, at 11:15 we have uh the Australian match. We have the Brumbies versus the Rebels that's at uh, GIO Stadium Canberra. Uh yeah, so we're going Brumbies, eh? Yep, easily. Yeah, I'm 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 done okay. with you. Uh the Brumbies have been so dominant and at home they are even more dominant within the Australian conference. So, yeah, all the way Brumbies. And then on Sunday, the last match for the weekend, the New Zealand game at 5.30 in the morning uh, for those early birds. It's going to be the Chiefs versus the Hurricanes at Waikato Stadium-Hamilton. This is the Battle of the Bottoms. Uh, both these teams have not won a game in Super Rugby New Zealand. Uh, how do you see this one going, Kaya?
1: Draw. I'm joking. <laughs> that would be so funny.
0: And that would be amazing. <laughs> I would like to see a draw.
1: Um, Honestly, this is gonna be like two back lines I can't finish. So this is gonna be like some like two point game with a last minute drop kick. And if it comes down to drop kicks, I've gotta back um, Cruden and Mackenzie, so the Chiefs over Hurricanes.
0: Uh, all right, I'm I'm leaning Hurricanes. Let me tell you why. I just love the idea of Warren Gatlin losing another game.
1: <laughs> you want the man fired before what? the British and Irish Lions do, right?
0: dude? What if he gets fired from both because they like your performances with the with the Chiefs have been poor? We don't think you're up to standard for the Lions anymore, and <laughs> they sack him. Imagine that happens. I don't think it would, but like it'd be quite funny.
1: Technically, I still say Eddie Jones should have been the British and Irish Lions coach because that would be fun. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it's not happening soon. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards the Hurricanes, um, just simply for that reason. Like I, I don't know.
1: There's two line loggers at weekend, online.
0: Hey, I'm I'm not putting any loggers on this one though. This is a fifty-fifty call. <laughs> I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm not doing that. But, Alrighty, uh, let's wrap this up. So yeah, guys, uh, please leave us a comment or voice message on Anchor and tell us what you think about the upcoming Super Rugby Australia competition and who you will support. We're very keen to hear your thoughts. Uh, We also want to send a big shout out to all our favorite boy keys. Uh, Keep on making rugby exciting for us fans. Uh, We appreciate it. And then for you guys listening, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the main event. And please consider following Bottomless Rugby on social media and podcast streaming services to stay up to date with the latest content. So until next week, stay away from your boys, wash your hands often, drink lots of water, and stay safe. Cheers.
1: Cheers.